We believe better patient experiences begin with a commitment to every aspect of healthcare. This is Full Circle Healthcare, a MedSphere podcast. Hello and welcome to Full Circle Healthcare, a MedSphere podcast. I'm your host, James Kent. Quick reminder before we get started, if you want the latest on all the great MedSphere content, make sure you're subscribing to Full Circle Healthcare on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. This will ensure you'll be catching up with all the latest episodes as we create them, and you'll have access to past episodes as well. On today's podcast, we are joined by someone with a lot of experience in medical billing. Scott Liff is a healthcare executive with MedSphere, and he's going to talk to us about the importance of selecting the right partner for laboratory billing solutions. Scott, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm wonderful, and thanks for having me. Hey, it's wonderful to have you. Uh, so I, I doubt that anyone outside of the laboratory industry has even a modest understanding of how medical billing in that situation works. For starters, can you give us an overview? Absolutely. So the lab process itself, the lab testing process is, uh, is a very highly complex process. People may see or, or hear you know, the basics of some testing or about glucose, cholesterol, et cetera, but, but really may not understand you know, just how complex that process is. Um, the process of uh, having orders come from a clinician that wants the information, wants to, to do some testing on behalf of his patient to, to uh, diagnose a condition or, or follow, um, uh, follow the progress of, of a patient on therapy. Um, when we talk about that, we talk about you know, the ordering, the collection of the biological samples, all the variables that go into that that front end piece of the process. Uh, we talk about the transportation of those samples, um, the eventual processing of those samples to get them ready for testing in a clinical laboratory setting, uh, and then on through the testing itself and and the reporting of those. Along the way, you know, certain parts of this process are handled by by different individuals in different um, settings, all of which add variables, add complexity to the process, and add potential issues. When we start talking about the lab RCM process, it follows a similar path. We start off with the ordering of those tests um, on through uh, that information um, needing to be collected uh, on the front end to make sure that the information accompanying the test order and the test completion actually has all the information in it that the lab will eventually need in, in order to build this uh, and build it correctly and get paid correctly for it. It's, it's as complex, if not more complex, because now we also add uh, into the mix the payers, the payer rules, the payer policies that they follow, the various codes that they want, and the internal systems that they have. So when we talk about a, um, a lab billing process, people call it a lab billing process in, in, um, in a traditional sense. What I like to say is it's an RCM process, and an RCM process being it's not just about you know, creating a bill for the for the service that you provided and sending it to a payer or a patient. It's literally that that um, that continuum of gathering that information up front, uh, making sure it's the right uh, information for the right test that's being performed, uh, all the way through the lab. Did the lab perform it? Did they perform additional testing? Is there additional information that's added to that? And then on through to the payer and 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 whatever that payment is. So along that way. 
there's a, there's all of these variables that come into it and have to be have to be aligned in order for that to work through its way through the process appropriately for the lab to ultimately get paid appropriately for the testing it, that it provided. So very complex process. What's the range of specialized knowledge necessary to successfully manage a lab? How much does it vary and who are the clients requiring the range of tests? When you look at the actual uh, management uh, of a clinical laboratory, um, you know, we talked about the the complexity of the testing process. We talked about the complexity of the RCM process. Uh, the testing itself um, is, is very complex. Uh, there's many different manufacturers of instrumentation used to complete the literally thousands of tests um, available today to the clinician to help uh, diagnose or treat his patients. And this is continuously evolving to add more tests, more equipment, uh, the equipment's getting smaller, faster, more economical, more efficient. In addition to the testing components and, and instrumentation, et cetera, uh, there's the information technology component and data flow. Testing, it's a very complex data flow um, really in, in behind the process from um, collecting the sample, you know, analyzing the sample and, and turning that, that analysis into a, an actionable result that the clinician can use. Um, that information technology workflow has obviously gotten more and more complex as the the uh, the testing evolves, as the instrumentation evolves, and and as the um, as the needs of the clinicians and uh, and healthcare organizations evolve. Add to that workflow productivity, staffing requirements, space and supply managements, licensure, compliance, legal considerations, and you can imagine, you know, this is a uh, running a clinical laboratory is a very complex business, uh, not for the faint of heart. <laughs> My hat's off to, uh, to all the, the folks out there, um, you know, trying to effectively run a laboratory in today's, um, in today's uh, very complex environments. And having done that for many years, uh, I, I certainly uh, understand and appreciate that. Depending on, uh, and obviously, finally, um, the billing and reimbursement knowledge that you need to, to have. Traditionally in the lab space, um, thought process has been, let's make sure that we provide uh, a viable um, lab result uh, when ordered to a clinician to enable them to, uh, to provide that, that patient care. It's sort of been an afterthought to make sure that we can actually bill appropriately and collect appropriately for that. Um, and meaning, you know, we, we try to make sure that we collect all that information upfront when possible, but we really haven't, um, really haven't focused on that. And that's kind of you know, put a lot of labs uh, at odds or, 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 or challenged a lot of labs over the last uh, few years as that billing environment gets more and more complex and more and more uh, variables are added to it. And, and depending on the type of lab that you're running, there's also special areas of knowledge that are necessary. Uh, in the hospital setting, um, you know, there's specialty uh, blood banking um, and product, uh, blood product management uh, labs. In the specialty uh, independent labs, you have you know specialty molecular labs that do highly complex and highly specialized tests. So the managers running those labs have to have a, you know, a unique skill set and understanding uh, that testing and workflow. Very complex environments and, and a and a very diverse um, knowledge base and skill set uh, for the the people that are very effective running these labs. So I'm assuming, as in healthcare more broadly, that technology has both multiplied the challenges, and presented exciting opportunities. Am I correct? What has the digital age done to the laboratory industry? Yeah, yes, you are very correct. Uh, for both the lab testing 
and a lab billing perspective. Um, the number of lab tests, you know, continually increasing, the testing becoming more and more specific and also becoming more and more personalized by patients. You've probably heard the term personalized medicine uh, being used quite frequently um, recently. Increases the amount of information required to bill and reimburse uh, and at the same time, increases the number of variables required to effectively complete these processes. You know, in other words, uh, unless all the information is available, meets requirements for the payment uh, of the testing, the payment won't be made. When payers um, have also implemented technology to monitor the claims being submitted, to you know, auto capture and and make determinations on on payments or lack of payments or, or denial of payment to these claims. They've added, you know, this additional layer of, of complexity to the process. So um, the technology is, has helped in some respects. Um, the technology is, has made things even more difficult in some respects. You've explained how most of managing a lab requires highly technical knowledge and significant experience. But are there any functions a lab could offload that might lessen the management burden? Yeah, as as um, as a, a a long-term laboratorian, and and I actually um, also provide some uh, laboratory consulting services uh, on occasion. Um, I would say yes. Over the the past few years, various organizations have created um, service offerings to provide various services, such as uh, professional courier services for transportation of samples. Um, uh, information technology services organizations to develop and deploy. Um, the information technology components necessary for the front-end data capture uh, workflow uh, engines within the lab itself, and then some specialized reporting capabilities on the back end. Um, there's uh, specialized staffing organizations, which, which can provide uh, anything from basic lab technical staffing to you know, specialized roles such as sales and marketing and, and phlebotomy services. And then also we're talking about today in, in particular is the, uh, the specialized billing and, and, uh, and collection services function. Um, that has become more and more complex, um, has become more, more difficult for labs to manage on their own and to stay abreast of all the changes. And there are you know, professional ser uh, services firms available to provide that services to these labs. If I'm a lab manager, and I'd like to take billing off my extensive to-do list. What should I be looking for in an outsourced lab billing company? Uh, you know, is billing a specialized role that lab managers hire for? Yeah, billing is a specialized role that that um, lab managers hire for when they want to um, complete the service in-house. Um, but since since I am a, uh, as I mentioned, a, a medical technologist and have been in this uh, the lab space for over thirty-five years. Um, and have held a number of uh, executive level positions in the many different types of labs throughout that my career. Uh, I'll, I'll provide an answer kind of from that format, uh, from a from a lab leadership perspective. Sure. You know, first I would break down the review of the potential outsourced lab companies by looking at three main factors, um, it, which is which is kind of how I've created the services that uh, that we provide under the MedSphere uh, outsourced RCM uh, service offering. Uh, the first of these factors being that it, it's already a highly complex and challenging process. You know, what information system platform is this outsourced billing organization utilizing to provide this service? Was it specifically designed for this, uh, for this you know, very complex and very uh, specialized lab billing? Does it provide the functionality needed to address the current challenges 
with providing the service, let alone um, any update, you know, continually updating to to address and meet um, the ongoing evolution of uh, of the challenges and additional complexity being added to that to that process. So that's that's the first. Uh, the second would would be. Um, does the outsourced billing company provide similar billing for a lab or, or labs that are, that are similar to yours on this platform? In other words, you know, have they developed a workflow um, that will specifically support the needs of a lab like yours? You know, we have a, 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 an interesting saying in the lab space, because of all the complexity and all the variables that are in the lab space, we like to say, you know, if you've seen one lab, you've seen one lab. <laughs> But in this particular sense, it would be nice. Um, it would be very good to know and very important to know whether or not that service organization has provided this service uh, for a lab that uh, that is similar to yours, provides the same type of testing you provide. The third main uh, area that I would take a look at is: uh, Does the leadership of that outsourced billing provider have the knowledge and expertise to help you identify and address those many challenges you're going to face? With, uh, with your specific uh, overall RCM process, and are they available, uh, are they available to engage in the support? And, and, and I really, um, I can't emphasize that enough. Run into the, the situation over the years in, in, in being a lab uh, manager and, and utilizing some of these services where, where you get handed a cookie cutter process uh, from a large organization. And if you don't fit within that, um, your service really doesn't get, uh, get done to the level that you really want it to expect it and, and need it to be done. So, you know, can they, can they really, um, you know, tailor uh, that service to you, have the knowledge to, to, to tailor it to you, to address it, to be as uh, efficient and effective for your particular lab as possible. In addition to these, um, you know, you should also ask about the, the ability of the company to provide other necessary uh, services that are ancillary to the billing process. When I say ancillary services, I mean, such as, you know, test coding support, credentialing and or contracting support, and, uh, and in the end, analytic reporting and analysis um, that shows how the process is functioning, uh, the good, the bad, uh, and potentially any ugly um, issues or, pro- or, or things that are, that are not working appropriately with, uh, with the testing, the billing, and, and the payers uh, that you're, you're working with. And finally, the last thing that I would say to, to really look at and, and, and make sure you understand is, is the outsourced billing company willing to be transparent in their process and the services they provide? I've seen this scenario over my years in the lab space where you utilize an outsource organization uh, you provide them with all the information to provide the service for you, and the reports that they give back are fuzzy at best. The dollars and the data don't align, don't match, they don't add up. When you ask them about, um, you know, why don't they align? What are the holes? You know, why are there holes in the process? Why are there holes in the data? Uh, you sometimes get very fuzzy answers and 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 incomplete answers. Yeah, if that's the case, and they're not uh, willing to be transparent and really and really work with you to address any issues that are there, both um, from a process point of view and from a payer and and, and amount of, of payment point of view, you know, you, you should take pause and and whether or not do you want to work with that organization moving forward. Because of some of those concerns, do you think that lab managers? Are going to have trouble relinquishing this aspect of the business specifically because they think no one knows what they do better than they do. How do you overcome that? To a certain extent, that is true. The training of most laboratory leaders is from the technical perspective. They typically don't like to give up control of any process, let alone the billing process. 
but unfortunately, few of them of these leaders truly understand the complexity of this process and are equipped to effectively manage it. In addition, in in the labs that are under uh, a hospital domain that are looking for an outsourced um, uh, RCM partner, many of these labs and the billing processes of those labs fall under the finance department of the organization. Um, when ta- when speaking to folks um, in the finance areas, there is even more of, of a desire to maintain control of this process and, and a, re- a reluctance to give up, give this up. Um, they're even less apt to to relinquish this. But in most cases, again, they're even less equipped to effectively manage this process. And, and the reason I say that is because this specific, very complex lab billing process is quite different from the generalized uh, hospital lab billing. Um, in the in the hospital lab billing environment, you're talking about billing a small amount of of patients with very large bill and complex bills for all the services provided on an inpatient or outpatient basis. Mm. In the lab space, you're talking about billing out many. Uh, a large volume of tests and a large volume of uh, of patients, but much smaller bills and, and much smaller contexts. So, in a lot of a lot of respects, the the policies, procedures, um, and workflow uh, in the hospital billing section is not the same as it needs to be to really function well and maximize the the billing and collections for for an for a lab component. Is a challenge when talking to both the lab and the finance leaders of these organizations and in gaining their trust uh, that the service that you can provide in an outsourced setting is going to be um, better than than the, than the current service they can provide internally. Yeah, but it seems like if you can get over that hurdle, there is a lot of benefits for these labs to not have to. I mean, this is, you know, again, it's a very complex, very time-consuming uh, process. And if they can have an expert handle that, um, I think that could really alleviate some of the uh, the workload there. You are correct. Um, uh, we truly believe that. It's a very complex process and and, and does have, uh, you know, some pushback and, and uh, reluctance from the leaders uh, to make those changes and, and to give up that control. How has the pandemic impacted lab revenues? <laughs> <laughs> I figured, you know, it's time to bring the pandemic in because what's a podcast these days if we're not talking about the pandemic in some facet? Uh, but how has the pandemic impacted lab revenues and, and does it have any impact on internal versus outsourced billing? The viral pandemic has impacted labs in, in many important ways. The first, uh, the labs have been taxed with implementing and performing the COVID, uh, COVID-19 testing and or facilitating its completion through referral, referral testing sources. Um, this obviously puts tremendous strain on many of the labs already constrained by shrinking buzz- budgets, staffing shortages. There's been difficulties sourcing the testing equipment and the supplies um, needed, uh, uh, which create additional pressures. Uh, secondly, the overall volume reductions in the parent hospitals or lab organizations uh, due to you know uh, the the shutdowns uh, etc throughout the country uh, have resulted in, in a loss of overall lab test volume uh, being requested. Um, this also puts strains strains on labs as far as um, flexing staffing and, and dealing with that. On the positive side, though. Those labs that are well positioned, that have been well positioned to add the COVID testing and are able to generate significant volumes, were able to realize somewhat of a financial windfall from this uh, from this health challenge. 
the federal government uh, had mandated uh, a certain amount of reimbursement for these tests, which was which was uh, very unique in the lab space. Um, uh, haven't seen that in my tenure in the lab arena. So on the whole, you know, the market disruption created by the pandemic, by by any forces such as a pandemic, can can force organizations to uh, evaluate um, their strengths and weaknesses and, and look for ways to deal with co- the, the loss of revenue and, and looking at cost reductions, looking at streamlining various processes. Um, and this can lead to additional opportunities for providers of uh, professional services, uh, such as the outsourced billing. I'm wondering, given the singular focus, if lab billing companies know some tricks of the trade that can increase lab revenue over what they could do themselves? Yeah, that's, uh, that, that's a great question. Um, sometimes get asked that um, by a, by a pers- prospective lab in, in conversations about providing the outsourced service. I wouldn't so much call it a, a trick of the trade, but what I would say is that um, firms that are providing the outsourced billing to many different type of lab clients um, and many different lab clients and many different types of lab clients are going to obviously be more in tune to the latest payer policies, uh, other other challenges in the in the billing um, billing and, and payment marketplace, and are far more likely to have developed the additional processes uh, to minimize and address these these new challenges. An individual lab with an individual staff um, that isn't uh, you know tuned into what's going on on a national basis, regional basis, et cetera, is going to be challenged to keep up with those changes and can can easily fall behind in this quickly changing environment and with new variables and new challenges being added every day. Can I, if I was a lab manager, just ask for raw numbers like reimbursement percentages or something like that? You know, what, what data would I look for? Unfortunately, yeah, and, and we do have uh, potential lab clients ask us these types of questions and ask us uh, questions about uh, KPIs um, and how how our process may may align with uh, with national averages, et cetera. Yeah. Um, I mentioned earlier, you know, you, if you've seen one lab, you've seen one lab, and, and that's and that really is true. And unfortunately, it's just not that simple to be able to uh, always benchmark or equate what the specific billing collections numbers are going to be for a specific laboratory be, because they do have they will they will be providing different testing of that of those thousands of tests that are available they'll be you know per, using uh, different platforms and different methodologies for that testing they'll be they'll have different providers ordering those those tests it's it's not easy to to really equate and and put uh, specific numbers or or averages or those types of things around that more importantly, what we'd like to make sure that we can do is is get to the level of service and, and interaction at being a true partner with that particular laboratory. What is it that you're trying to provide? How are you providing it? What are those variables? And are we really uh, minimizing issues and maximizing your appropriate revenue based on your specific laboratory? And then, and then actually helping you create, you know, the key performance indicators and trying to make sure that you are striving to to make that process as good or better in the future. Are there any proprietary approaches to lab billing that would keep an outsourcing company from sharing how they approach the job? To answer your question about that, this goes right into whether or not uh, the organization is is willing, the outsourced billing organization is willing to be transparent. 
there's really not any proprietary approaches, um, tricks of the trade, um, et cetera, that could be utilized by an outsourced billing organization. If they're, not, if they're not willing to be transparent and to work through a transparent process to make your processes as uh, efficient and, and effective as can be, uh, then it should, it should cause you pause uh, on whether or not you want to work with that organization. Can the right billing organization help a lab improve how they conduct tests? I guess I mean their workflows to improve overall revenue. And does an outsourced company that does nothing but billing have more extensive knowledge of changes in changes in regulation? A good outsourced billing organization should be able to provide detailed enough information about uh, any reimbursement issues that are occurring with each lab's individual billing process and individual tests. By providing this, the lab should be able to see how various combinations of tests, um, utilization of older tests with older codes, older testing methodologies can impact the reimbursement. Uh, We have had uh, scenarios where we've helped identify providing certain testing together Re, um, uh, is no longer looked at in the in the clinical environment as as a reasonable um, uh, care path, and therefore isn't reimbursed by certain payers. These are the types of information that any any reliable, reputable outsourced billing organization should be working with the laboratory organization to identify and then help them make the the appropriate decision for their particular um, scenario. Earlier in our discussion, we talked about technology and all the uh, changes that have happened in the industry. Are there any technological tools used on the billing side that can improve the whole process? Sure. As I I mentioned to you earlier, uh, a good billing service provider utilizing a robust lab-specific billing platform will be able to create a much more efficient, productive uh, billing process for the lab clients. Uh, use of tools like credit card processing modules and easy pay apps uh, can make the patient payment process very user-friendly and convenient. So these are additional tools that have been developed and deployed uh, over the last few years in the, in the, uh, in the lab billing space. Uh, payment tools can also result in a timely and better overall patient payment process. So yes, utilizing uh, newer, more robust information technology tools uh, to to streamline um, and, and and create the most effective billing process for a lab and tying those with uh, additional patient or client sensitive um, specialty tools can certainly uh, make a make a billing a billing service provider stand out in the in, in the medical billing space. All right, Scott, we're getting close to wrapping up the podcast, uh, but I got a couple more questions. If I'm a lab manager, are there any other red flags I should look for when considering an outsourced lab billing operation? The red flags that I would uh, would highlight for any lab manager considering an outsourced billing uh, provider would be number one, you know, a lack of experience providing this service to a similar lab or labs. Um, does this provider uh, have the background, knowledge, experience to provide this service for a lab of, of the type uh, that we that we have? Um, number two, a lack of uh, an RCM software platform specifically developed and implemented for this billing process. I've seen many labs attempt to use uh, RCM billing platforms that were that were set up, designed for physician office billing, for clinic billing, et cetera. Uh, the lab space is different. It's more complex. 
and uh, it, it requires uh, a platform that is specifically designed for this billing. Uh, another red flag that I would uh, highlight is a lack of specific reporting on your billing process and your specific issues. Uh, and this bleeds right into that final point that I'll make is, are they willing or unwilling to be transparent in how they're managing your billing process and, and, what, and what the specifics are of your billing process? What's working, what are challenges, and, and what really isn't working that needs to be addressed? So to kind of wrap it all up, uh, we've talked about a lot of the things, the considerations that labs should have if they uh, are looking for an outsourced billing partner. And you talked about the things that they really should keep in mind and the possible solutions that could really help them. So MedSphere, they have solutions. And I'm gathering that people listening to this podcast may want to get more in-depth and understand uh, how MedSphere can help them. So, Scott, if somebody would like to get in touch with MedSphere to discuss your lab billing solutions or any other service you provide, what's the best way for them to reach out and get in touch and learn more? For anyone interested in our in our Medsphere outsourced RCM services, they could go to our website at medsphere.com to find out more information about it and to make a connection to uh, to further discuss our services and uh, and their needs. Great. My guest today has been Scott Liff, healthcare executive with Medsphere. Scott, I appreciate your time and your insights. Thank you very much. And thank you for tuning in to Full Circle Healthcare, a MedSphere podcast. Please be sure to leave a rating and a comment after the episode. And again, make sure to subscribe to the podcast to get all the latest episodes. We'll be back soon with another episode of Full Circle Healthcare. Until then, I'm your host, James Kent. Let's talk again soon.